Hello and welcome to Pocket Monster Radio. We here at PMR cannot guarantee clean, family-friendly content. So, to all those neat kiddos who have found us, we appreciate the listen. But please check back in when you're older. Hopefully we're still doing this thing. Now, enjoy the show. Pokemon are pawns. They're a means to an end. That's what I was taught. Don't think about it too much. It's easier that way. This is Pocket Monster Radio. I'm Steven Weber. Joining me is Carl May. Yes. Dance my minions. <laughs> Big Papa, Mark Atkins. So, uh, the first Thor movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, and Sean Morbino. Hi, my air conditioning's on. <laughs> and you don't have a real mic, so... Uh, Sorry. 100%. I'm a fake mic person. And I've had technical difficulties for a good hour now. <laughs> um, so, a weather report for the studio. It's 77 degrees and 62% humidity. <laughs> I personally have raised it uh, five degrees, I think. With your yelling just, and just your carrying my body. Along. What? You know, I, and also, just an update for the listeners. It turns out nobody here knows what a Kyle is, so we can add that to Stan. And I feel like there was one other turn of phrase I used that nobody else understood. There but was certainly since. I, Go, Carl. I knew. I forget what which one, but I knew the other one, Mark. It was me and you. It was uh, OnlyFans. Yes, yeah, so we were talking about OnlyFans. So you can add Kyle to the list of OnlyFans and stands. So since both of those, I have seen an article from like the New York Times or something about fans only. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. So, only whatever. Uh, and um, multiple people using Stan. Yeah, so you guys are just behind That's the times. A verb. Straight people, am I right? <laughs> Freaking I think it's just that my phone heard us talking about it, and that then I got targeted ads because we're in the future. <laughs> for standing or for OnlyFans? Both. If you're getting targeted ads for OnlyFans, then there are some other things we should probably talk about. <laughs> no, it was actually just a New York Times article. <laughs> or something. Or The Atlantic, or The Economist, or... Some thoughtful think piece about sex workers, which I said that good thing people are writing uh, thoughtful think pieces about sex workers because something that should be normalized and make your fucking money where you can in this capitalist society. The particular girl could this, afford this. This has been Mark Atkins with your TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, that's that's the show, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna you, at the end of this uh, drop. You're gonna have to remind me what the hell it is. Um, today's quick ball is what? What is our quick ball? Oh, it's out of my mind. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Everything is in pieces over here. <laughs> our quick ball today is uh, who? Ha- what is the best evil team? Oh yeah, that's right. I picked it up. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what are our thoughts? Mine. 
is definitely fifth gen plasma. I don't remember what's their deal. Their deal is um, freeing Pokemon. Um, because po- Pokemon are slaves. I do really like that because you're also like they're trying to be a guys themselves as a good team while or being on the people's side, gaining support compared to a lot of the other teams where it's like, oh, hey, uh, they're working in the shadows. This one is just like out in front. Like, we're here and we're not leaving. Or, hey, we are dismembering Pokemon and selling the parts that we cut off of them. <laughs> just literally murdering them. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I really like about Team Plasma is that uh, the main like n is tricked you know he he thinks he's really doing something actually good and uh what's his face um the the other one gets this what gets this gets this yes uh is a is a big meanie he's a big old meanie (laughs) and his like childhood room that's it's so unsettling to walk through that yeah, oh, it definitely is. Man, I need to play Gen 5 again. You can so miss like, his childhood um, room. You don't actually have to go there. Yeah, it definitely felt like something out of, like, uh, Bioshock with, like, the, the little sisters. Yeah. Um, where it's just, like, this surreal childhood, like, fake childhood thing. Um, it's yes. just really great. That sounds deeply unsettling. Yes. And the music is is unsettling then. And yeah. What about your guess? Well, I would piggyback off of that and say another part I really like about uh, Team Plasma is they grow with you compared to like the other ones where it's just like these teams are established for a long time. You're actually uh, you're starting out when they're starting out. So it doesn't feel so bad like gen one you found you faced giovanni a lot you beat him a lot and it's just like he's the eighth gym leader how are you beating him with like three badges and stuff like that how early on do you battle giovanni uh when you're trying to get the sylph scope for uh so you can have three or four badges okay the first no because the first time you face giovanni you're in you have to have at least Five. No, you're in Equitique City for in the game corner. That's Gen Two, though. Equitique no. City is Gen Two. Yes, it is. is. It? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. What's what's the Grass Gem City then? Celadon. I love. I love when Carl is wrong. It's the best. There's nothing quite like it. I don't know city names. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell you any city name at all from any game. I know the ones from one and two pretty decently, but beyond that, um, I will say, I think my favorite, as far as like the quote unquote main storyline goes, like it's hard to go against Team Rocket for me, particularly in Gen Two. Um, I think that the game corner basement battle, like that whole sequence where there's where you have to go the right way through the panels or you get sent back and all that. I just think that is so incredibly fun as far as like playing through a base goes. Um, 
I also did like um, in Gen 4, I think this is something I mentioned on the podcast before, if I'm not mistaken, or I'm just having a really fucking weird deja vu right now. Um, I like, is, is it Team Galactic in Gen yeah. 4, I believe? I really, really like that most of the grunts don't actually really know what's going on. Like, you get to the point where there's the large speech to the whole room, and, like, most of them are still kind of in the dark of what it is. And I think it kind of adds to the feeling of fighting these grunts of just, like, young dipshits that, like, don't realize that they're doing something wrong. And I really like the way that's handled in Gen 4. I completely, completely agree about Gen 2's Team Rocket. Yeah. Like that, thinking about that as you were saying it, like that was some of the most fun trying to figure out those puzzles and like getting through all of that and and how and trying to figure out. I remember being a kid and getting so fucking frustrated with the little arrow panels and you'd step on the wrong one and then you'd end yep. up like halfway across the area than where you wanted to be and it was just so hard. But yep. that was some of the most fun was figuring that shit out. Yeah. And then I really like also in Gen 4 that, like, when you get to the 8th gym town, which I don't remember the name, um, that, like, all of the people in the town are really talking highly about the main villain of the game. That it's, like, it was a smart kid who, like, had good ideas that just got kind of bastardized and fucked up, like, as time went on. And, like, I don't know. I really like a villain in Pokemon that has pretty decent intentions, but things just get corrupted along the way. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about team skull now that it's been uh, a minute? I don't think we've talked about team skull in quite a while. Uh, that was actually going to be one of the higher ranked ones for me. Really? Yeah. Because you don't really face I'm going off of like facing the leader and stuff early and you somehow beating him. Like you face Cyrus a lot because I've faced him a few times already and you beat him multiple times. I just don't like the fact that you, when you face the leader, they stick around and they're not like as strong as they should be. Like, uh, magma and aqua are two other ones where it's just like you face the leader a lot. They're supposed to be these big teams already established. Yeah, but I, I think that's just a problem with video games in general. Yeah, but with at the very least with Team Skull, uh, you don't face Guzma until you're pretty far into the game. Yeah. So, and you only really face him once until you get to the post game, and then his levels are just astronomical. But I will say, going back, so I'm. I am playing Ultra Moon right now. Um, and I went back after playing, because I had tried to play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. This is my third attempt. Yeah. Because I had stopped before. But going back after playing Sword and Shield um, and actually like letting myself, I had to kind of go in with a blank slate and was like, okay, I'm not going to go in with any preconceived notions. I'm just going to actually go in and play and like let the story go and have fun with it. And I have enjoyed it so much more this playthrough than any other playthrough I've done with it. 
Um, and honestly, I think that that story, the storyline of Team Skull is really interesting because it's this thug group that is actually being manipulated by this pseudo environmentalist big corporation. Yeah. Which I honestly think is such an interesting take on our society in general right now of like yeah. uh, these big corporations who have an, uh, a, who have a rhetoric of like, Oh, we're doing so much good for the world when in fact they're not. And they're pulling so many strings behind the scenes of like, of what's, of the bad that's taking place. Talking about how they're good and then paying their yeah. employees fucking poverty wages. Exactly. And right. Especially in the I, case of this pandemic of like not taking the proper precautions to make right. sure that their people are taken care of. Right. I am now realizing that I asked about Team Skull. You meant yell. I ye- meant yell, but yeah. they're just. <laughs> you you mean they're so similar that. They're uh, the same. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I do think Team Skull is one of the most important ones to talk about in the whole series, though, because there is it like kind of fits in thematically of them being taken advantage of. But I feel like there is weird undertones to Team Skull of like demonizing like youth and hip hop culture in particular, yeah. where they're doing all like the weird hand, arm signals and stuff, and it very much feels like like a Japanese game trying to talk about like American youth culture at large and a little bit of borderline demonization of it where it's just an innocent thing. Like it doesn't make them shitty people. Um, It always kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit while playing that game. Well, I think, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. Japan has a bad relationship with um, that kind of subculture. Right. um, Throughout time. Yeah. And I, Mark, I can see that that read of it. I think you can also take it through a different lens, though, because while yes, that type of subculture is being demonized, at the end of the day, it also goes back to what I was saying before: is that they're being manipulated. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like so, I they're not, I don't see them. I don't see the skull grunts as being like inherently bad. I think they're being led by a group of people who one think that they are in charge when they're really not because their strings are being pulled without them even realizing it. Yeah. And there's just so many layers of manipulation. Yeah. I I think it's really interesting. I've, I've thought it's so much more interesting this time through than in previous. It also shows how outcasts will uh, come together and do stuff in a more hive mind and be like, I need to fit in. This is the only place I will fit in because no one else likes me. So, yeah, I feel like that comes through with a lot of the grunts in particular throughout the different generations, but it definitely is the most overt within gen six or gen Uh, seven. I apologize. I was going to say gen six that they bought into being in team flair. Like, they had to pay money to be able to get into Team Flair and be saved. What is Flair's end goal? I can never remember it. Um, basically, annihilation, because I think that's where they're trying to get the weapon that the weird tall guy. Lysander, it's beauty. 
Yeah, because isn't he? He's like, trying to basically level everything. Like it's the shit where like you sacrifice Pokemon to power. Like it's basically a nuclear weapon within the yeah. world where you have to sacrifice. How does that Pokemon achieve Mars. beauty? Because it starts from fresh. fresh. Yeah, it starts okay. from fresh. Yeah, and the only people and Pokemon that survive are the ones that are in Team Flare, which is why they're bu- they're buying into it. Gotcha. And the thing about Team Flare that I is Gen Six perfect? No. Um, are any of the gens perfect? Some. Five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fucking Seager. Anyway, garbage. Uh, it, it's basically like if Apple decided that they were going to take over the world and kill everybody. Yeah. Because Lysander Labs, they do like they have. They're in charge of all the major technology. Like every single person has one of their items. I mean, we all, all of us are pretty smart people. We all know that Bill Gates created the coronavirus and that the whole point <laughs> is that no. so when we get a, manda- so when we get a mandatory coronavirus vaccine, they're going to put microchips into us so they can yeah. track us. Like it's exactly like that. It's and- Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> the evidence is solid. He had a, it, it, it's to get him to be president, right? And it's working, it's working flawlessly so far. It's cool. He had a conference in November at the school of uh, public health school of Bloomberg or Bloomberg public health school or whatever. And then just weeks later, coronavirus struck. No, no, no. It's to show that Kim Jong-un is immortal and even if you <laughs> come back to life, right. all of them are Team Flare, though. <laughs> all of them are Team Flare. <laughs> <laughs> the coronavirus was actually created from Steve Jobs' bone marrow. Yeah, well, I guess That's, at this point, uh, we're kind of talking about all of them individually. So, what's Team Aqua and Team Magma in Gen 3? That's the pseudo-environmentalism? I just played through... Well, Aqua wants more water and Magma wants more land. Gotcha. And I just played through Ruby, and I found it very underwhelming. Yeah. yeah like, their reasoning is just boring. Bonkers. Yeah, I mean, Flair. It's like Team Flair is like humans have destroyed the planet, so we're going to level everything and start fresh because everything is is ugly now. Yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Team Magma somewhat makes sense. They want to expand the landmass to expand like our living area. Team Aqua is just like we want more sea, and it's just like why. <laughs> More oceans. <laughs> like, yeah, I've only know, played Omega Ruby, so I don't know anything out. about Team Aqua personally. <coughs> I guess I have. I've never Sapphire. played Ruby, so I don't know. Or yeah. Sapphire. Never played yeah, Sapphire. I think Sapphire is the one that I own, but I only got to like the third gym and then didn't actually play through that gen all the way until Alpha Omega. At the very least, oh yes, yeah, yeah I, I bought Alpha Sapphire. At the very least, I feel I Emerald actually exactly. f- fixed some issues with that because 
you're going against both teams instead of just one or the other. So it's more of, oh, we want uh, you're going up against Team Magma as they're trying to do this to expand their landmass, which every so often you do get Team Aqua runs coming in. It's like, we're going to help you out. And then the opposite is true. You're stopping trying to stop Team Aqua from the Weather Institute to get more rain. So, yeah, I do think uh, if like that improves it quite a bit for them to be battling against each other because like i don't know i felt like okay you want more land all right i don't care (laughs) i don't care like maybe if they're destroying land i would care but like so you want one i mean i guess it makes more sense just thematically that you want a team where you can kind of understand where they're coming from yeah and like uh i definitely feel that way with um gen 5 because like that's that's constantly the debate of like is pokemon slavery i mean it's the reason that Peta made pokemon black and blue like right and like it's it's the game asking that same question and then avoiding the answer by just making uh the main villain be manipulated for other reasons but uh you know at least the flavor text along the way had some meat. Yeah. Even if they, so they, even if they don't really deal with it in the end. Yeah. So did we want to talk about team yell? I know that was what you originally were trying to bring up before we had that. whole. I have nothing to say about them, but if you guys do, I, I don't really, I don't see them as an evil team they're at fine. all. I've never yeah. seen them as an evil team. They're just like, they're just like hometown sports fans that love their fucking team to an annoying degree. Yep. Like they're basically just like they're hooligans. Yeah, they're just like soccer fans. They're there. They're there. They're there. I yeah. I feel like I, I don't know whether it's they think they've played it out or they're afraid of of being negative, but like the teams have been progressively uh I guess it's just the last two generations where they're like really not actually like the they're not villains the teams aren't villains yeah like especially eighth gen they're not villains at all well i think Um, the main reason for that was because they basically just took they just made a carbon copy it was the same thing between hop and what's his face how yeah (laughs) i wouldn't have been able to tell you his name i just know that because the only reason I know that is because um, I have multiples of his Pokemon card in my primary Pokemon deck. And, and, I, we, I like and then we how. And then we have uh, Sean who's playing through uh, Gen Seven and doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have been able to pull how? Out of my ass? No. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like eight, it's really extra put in because they kind of have Marnie like along the way, be like, nah, don't worry about them. Like they mean well. And like when like Marnie is kind of like their de facto leader for their group and she's like, they mean well, like don't fucking worry about them. Like they're just fucking loud assholes who don't mean to be assholes. Yeah. I love her as a character. Like, I thought you could have done so much more with her as a good, like, 
I don't know. I just wish. I just felt. Gen 8 had so much promise and and honestly did some things very, very well. Well, I guess that's that's an interesting part with Gen 8 is that the actual full-blown villain of the game isn't like the leader of the team that you face along the way. Which I'm fine with. I thought that was cool. I I don't want every plot to be the same. But, then but I, I also do like saw, a moral question. I, I did also see him being the bad guy telegraphed from a fucking mile away. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to do that, at least make it a cool twist where it's not this, like, flop sweat asshole. I knew right, you were going to say flop sweat. <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. What, Sean? Like, imagine your professor at the beginning being the bad guy. Yeah, like, that could have been cool. Yeah. That, yeah. Nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like give me that, give me that Pokemon game. I would play. But they, but they never would because they, like via trope, they want the professor to be like the the goody good guy. I mean, which, which like they're they subverted tropes by not really. That's a big word to be using for what they did with Team Yell, but, like, in a not-satisfying way. Well, then also, where the main person you're interacting with is actually the professor's daughter and not the professor herself as well. Like, they did a lot of cool switch-ups that, like, really didn't go anywhere in that game. Right, exactly. Awesome ideas, subpar of the follow-through. Yeah, I agree. What what movie? Uh, Never mind. Yeah. There's a there's a somewhat recent movie. Oh, I think they were uh Red Letter Media on YouTube uh likes to say that uh The Force Awakens subverts all expectations but in like not The Force Awakens. Uh The Last Jedi subverts all expectations but like none of them in a good way. Uh, I like I like Last Jedi, but we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> you like drinking that fucking gross ass milk for a a comedy scene that doesn't land at all. I like um, receiving sexual favors in a movie theater, and I'll leave it at that for my feelings on Last Jedi. Uh, I feel like uh, that's not a valid reason. I feel like we should go to now playing. Oh, hold on. I feel I, like Rose and Finn should be dead. That's uh, because they got in a fucking high speed crash. Yeah, I don't know. We don't need to talk about that. The only thing I will say um, while on this topic still is that I don't think any generation has matched the level of like iconicness as team rocket. Like, Oh, absolutely not. There's so many people out there who have probably played all the games that if you ask like, Oh, who's the bad team from gen four and they won't be able to just pull that knowledge out. But like everybody knows who team rocket is and it's the anime is the whole reason for it. Like if it wasn't for the anime, I don't think people would be able to pull team rocket at the same level, but yeah, I mean, they still have team rocket around even today. Like, I just don't think anything will ever be able to match the level of Team Rocket, which also makes those feel, all the other teams feel a little bit more thin. Um, But at the same time, it's not because of the video games. It's because of all of the media outside of the video games that Team Rocket is so iconic. And I think it, it would be maybe even fine to 
have a game where there is no quote unquote team. Yeah. You know, cause like it's, um, like to make another team that actually like beats out team rocket and being an icon. That's hard to do. Yeah. I don't think it's like, like th- that's like fury road upending uh road warrior where like it took 20 years and like a shit ton of effort went into it like it's not something that happens lightly what pokemon needs is somebody with a guitar flamethrower i know right (laughs) that's all that actually actually flames it's so fucking cool. <laughs> on the side of my face. What? Flames on the side of my face. You want your Nintendo Switch to shoot fire out of the like so ox. Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, you were about to say something. I mean, I feel like they could have done a no bad team in Gen 8, to be honest, where, okay, you finish off with Team Yell, then all of a sudden you don't make the chairman a bad guy. It's just that his efforts all of a sudden cause the darkest day instead of like, I'm causing the darkest day on purpose. Right. But then they would have had to come up with characters for the dialogue instead of just having cardboard cutouts of villains. It's a tall order. It's a tall order. Come up with actual characters. And that's hard. Let's have a good story. Characters. Characters. Make them. Kawak does. Anyway, uh, now playing. Now playing. Um, I guess I'll just go real quick because I've got about 20 seconds. I've been battling the Elite Four again and again and again and again and again because you end up at the Elite Four really early uh, in levels in Ruby. And I'm still not quite there yet. Woo. Do the grind. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Is it a grind? Have you figured out, like, the money? Like, does it usually still end up being a net positive of money if you lose deeper into the Elite Four? So what I have been doing, and one time I just, like, mindlessly walked up and started the Elite Four again without doing it. But um, you do lose half, I'm pretty sure. Or roughly um so what my intention is is to just spend everything i have before i go back in on like hyper potions and that way i'm not losing any money i'm not losing any like extra money um yeah because that was a nice part when we were talking about that originally i didn't realize that was the case in previous generations because in Gen 4, I had Yeah, I didn't to, realize it at all. <laughs> yeah, because I had to grind through the Elite Four over and over and over again before I beat the champion when I was playing through Platinum. And if you won one round against them, you basically made the amount of money you would lose. So, like, I was fucking loaded for items by the time I actually went to make my real attempt at fighting it because I would make it to the third or fourth round of the elite four before I would die usually. And I'd still yeah. be making a $20,000 or whatever each time I'd go through there. Yeah. I've been, um, 
I've been getting to the third round, so I end up with like uh, about two thousand dollars. Yeah, and then I just spend that on hyper potions before I go in next. Gotcha. In case I like am not paying attention at all and lose on the first. <laughs> Because that would definitely happen for a while. At this point, I can beat the whoever the hell the first one is um, with most of my Pokemon. Gotcha. Is it but, Dark type? But uh, it is, yeah, it's Dark type, and then it's Ghost type, and then Ice, and I don't. Oh, Dragon. Oh, that's a wild um, Elite Four. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, I only really have uh, um, Machamp. Against Dark, uh, and I use Revenge, which is like the that's a fucking killer move. Like it's strong normally, but yeah. if you get hit, it's 120 with uh 100% accuracy mm. and fucking kills. I used um, Revenge a lot on my uh Pancharam during my last Gen 6 playthrough, and that move fucking ruled. I love it. Yeah, it's um, a great move. How did you pronounce my that? strategy? What? Pancham? Pancham? Pancharam? Well, I'm thinking of Pangaro. Pangaro, yeah. I'm thinking of Pangaro. <laughs> Pancharam? I combined them, whatever. Pancharam. I never Pancharam. claimed I never claimed to be an expert. Um, I, had, I had to think for a second, like, what Pokemon are you fucking talking about right now? Y'all knew what I meant. Fuck off. I didn't. <laughs> and then for Ghost, I mostly use um, Shiftry uh, with Faint Attack, which isn't like the world's best dark move. Um, no, but it's solid. And then, yeah, and then Ice. Um, I think... Uh, I think the only like super effective move I have is flamethrower on uh explode. Do you not have many of the um, TMs to beef your team up? Uh not really. Is I mean and and TMs are one time use and uh also like right now I only have three moves on Shiftry because to not pull my hair out i taught it flash to go through uh some cave but yeah i think victory road i was just like i don't use this fucking i can't remember what move it was but it was like i don't use this i'm gonna teach it it was either flash or strength or something and then i I that is deleted that move and i I just have three moves right now because i don't know the hms are definitely the dark spot on gen three it's it's so irritating. I feel like it's the dark spot on a lot of gens, actually. Yeah. yeah. I I taught so many Pokemon, like, Strength and Flash. It's, like, embarrassing. But I was just like, I don't want to go back and get, like, my Ninkata yeah. so I can have Flash. So I'm just going to get rid of this move I don't use and have fucking Flash on this Pokemon that shouldn't have Flash. Yeah. Um, is it, it fighting anyway. effective against ice though too? Yes. Uh, yeah, and I probably do. Usually, my Machamp is dead by that point. Ah, uh, typically. She, 
Oh no, she doesn't have a frost sauce in this generation. I was like, she if she had that, the champ would do nothing. Right. Do you not buy revives or use revives? I don't use them, or I, I'm not using them right now. Gotcha. Uh, I, I was they pretty cost much, more. I was pretty much reviving my whole team as I went through the Elite Four, but I was also once I'm again doing, before I was making a lot of money doing the Elite Four over and over. I'm doing a modified version of what I. Uh, chastised Carl for of not using items during the Elite Four because I now understand the financials of it. Yeah, that was not an issue in Gen 4. Which is like- I'm flat out broke right now. Gotcha. Anyway, I talked a lot more than I meant to, so somebody else go. That's good, because I should certainly have not been playing Pokemon since the last record. Um, I'll just list, I've been playing a shitload of Minecraft, um, getting really into it for the first time in a long while. Um, I also got a bunch of uh, used Xbox 360 games on the cheap. Um, so I spent, they had a buy two, get two free from GameStop for any used game under $10. So I spent $8 and got Halo 4, um, Shadow of Mordor, Mass Effect 2, and L.A. Noir. Um, so I started digging in. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so $8 for those four games. So I've been really digging into L.A. Noir and Shadow of Mordor so far, and both have been really, really enjoyable. Um, really, fu- L.A. Noir in particular is a super, super unique game. It's like... Is not- it an Xbox exclusive? No, that was or, on... No, both. okay. And then Shadow of Mordor was actually a Xbox One PlayStation 4 game. It came out in like 2014, I think. Um, but they released um, PlayStation 3 and 360 versions like a month after the newest gen versions came out. And it's really fun. I'm really enjoying the game, but it definitely being a newer game for an older system has a lot of load time issues <laughs> where like it'll take upwards of 10 seconds to just open a menu. Um, which gets really, really fucking frustrating, but I mostly just like when I'm drinking at night, we'll play LA noir as I'm getting drunk. And then once I'm too drunk to pay attention to that game, I just go and fight shit in shadow of Mordor. (laughs) So how's your mental health these days? I'm thriving. Have you admitted you're an alcoholic yet? Oh, I've been admitting I'm an alcoholic since like 2016, probably. I'm doing my best, guys. Functioning. We're going we're gonna to stage an, uh, an intervention. Won't be the first time. Anyway. That made me even more sad than the rest of the stuff you've just said. <laughs> I don't black out. <laughs> I like my drink. So you can remember. 30 flirty and thriving, man. You're darn tootin'. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sean, what have you been up to? <laughs> um, well, I haven't played a goddamn thing in like a month because my job took over my life. Yeah, how are those flowers? What? How are the flowers? The flowers are good. We did very, very well. And the thing that I kept telling myself was every plant that we delivered was a native plant in the ground in Ohio, which helps wildlife. It helps biodiversity. It helps stave off invasive species. 
So that made it all worth it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. If you come to my house, would you yell at me for having English ivy in my backyard? I wouldn't yell at you. It's not a good thing. It's not helping anything that's living there. There are native species that you could put as ground cover that will, one, in my opinion, would look better, and two, would be more helpful to the wildlife and the biodiversity of your backyard. Nuh uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. If you come hey, to my, if you come to my house, liberal you can... lies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so on a completely unrelated tangent. Um, actually, maybe not. Let's see if I can work this way back into Pokemon. But it's uh-huh. so hard to talk to kids about like how invasive species are bad and like plants and things from other places. And insects from other places can be harmful to the native species in Ohio because then I just start thinking about immigration and things like that, and I'm like, this is not good. Like, this is yeah. not a good lesson. <laughs> it's like, yep. It's like, uh, <laughs> like, I totally understand. It was basically like the same thing when I was watching Tiger King, is because like I take care of animals in captivity. And I'm basically sitting there watching this, like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. This is what I do. Um, but anyway, that's neither here or there. My existential crises <laughs> aside. <laughs> um, I think you're okay. There is a distinguishment I of uh, I know. races yes. um, versus species. Versus species. <laughs> I know. I know. And there's a much different, there's a big difference between. Well, one, we are the most invasive species on the planet, so yep. there's that. Damn right. There's also a big difference between arguing for natural habitats and what is going to promote biodiversity in the long run, because an invasive species is going to take over and kill everything. Essentially, yep. so it lowers only for only for a couple thousand years. <laughs> only then, for a thousand years. Then, the long run, the native species will adapt, and then they'll fight back. Moral of the story, chop down your goddamn Bradford pears and post a na- or plant a native tree. <laughs> okay. Yes. I got I got and it. And get rid of your uh, honeysuckle. There's so much honeysuckle. Oh my god. Yeah. I I make sure there is no honeysuckle in my yard, but I love English ivy so much that I let it be there. And I know it does not get anywhere outside of my yard. So I know it's not affecting you. Don't Anything know else. that. I do know because <laughs> I can see right over there. There's no English ivy. That. What? There's zero way of preventing that. I mean, it doesn't flower. I don't know how it. I don't know how it spreads other than climbing. Anyway. <laughs> so, Sean. Yes. Did you know that Yungus was introduced into Alola to uh, control the rat tap population? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Rata evolved to be an alone Rata, which is able to fight off the Yungus, and so now Yungus prey off of other Pokemon. That's is that bad. for real? Yeah. Whoa, that's cool as hell. That is really cool. That's I really cool. Really, I love that aspect of Pokemon, and honestly, I wish that that kind of like was introduced. Like that kind of mechanic would be super cool. Yeah. Um, and they have played off of those a little bit like when, like deerling deerling that's really cool um 
the different forms for different uh Shellos, east and west form that kind of thing or well then also like coughing coming to galar where it's more right. polluted than canto and like learning to like basically live off of the pollution and then perform a net positive for the environment thing. right muck and grimer and alola like th- those things it's just that's fascinating like when they do stuff like that that's super cool yeah i agree actually slightly based on real life science and biology yeah um anyway what were we talking about uh we were going i was trying to connect to what you were saying to your pokemon playthrough which is my Pokemon playthrough, right (laughs) (laughs) that's right so um i have currently let's see I am on an island. <laughs> I think I'm on Poe Island. Or, I mean, I think I'm on Ula Ula. Yeah, I'm on Ula Ula. And um, I, typically during a run-through, I am not going to be the person that doesn't use my starter. I, like, always use my starter. But this Me run-through, too. I did it, which I'm kind of happy about. So I've been using... So, I think I, I showed you guys that I completed my Pokedex in in Shield, right? No. You sent us um, a picture of it, but I don't know if you talked about it on the show. So, I completely finished my Pokedex in Shield. And you did a living dex, didn't you? I have a living dex, yep. yeah. So, now, my goal is to do an entire living dex, if I can. So, I bought Pokemon Home strictly for the purpose of doing a living dex. Um, I'm about halfway there, which is kind of cool. I'm excited for the expansion passes because then I can really do better on all of the freaking legendaries. Um, But I have currently, in my Ultra Moon run, I have a Palisand, which I never used before, but I really like. Like, Ghost Ground is a really interesting typing. Yeah. Um, I have a Luminion, which is fine. I mean, it's a water type. That's Finian's evolution? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I have a Crabominable, which I really like. Um, Ice Fighting, that's cool typing. I have a Zoroark, which I've never used. So all four of those I've never used before. And I'm really enjoying most of them. Luminion, eh, like, it's fine. It's a basic water type. I mean, I feel like it's it's generation seeking. Um, and then I have a Talonflame and an Ampharos. Oh um, yeah, are both two of my favorite Pokemon. Um, sounds like a really fun party. Yeah, it's a really fun team, and it's different from what I'm used to. So it's like I said, this has been one of my favorite run-throughs so far, and I'm currently in the town where Team Skull is like taking over everything. Um. So I'm working on playing through that, but it's been a lot of fun. I've awesome. liked it a lot. I'm really, I, please play the post game so I can have someone else to talk to because I feel I think I'm the only one that's played the post game of Ultra Sun Ultra Moon in this podcast. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't even own the game. Maybe Kenny has, but I don't know. I don't think he has. He despised Sun and Moon so much. I'm on it. 
Thanks, John. The other good thing about doing this run through is like I did plan my team a little bit ahead of time. And the nice thing was that a lot of my team I didn't really get until later in the game. So my level I had to be very specific about my leveling. And like none of my Pokemon really got over leveled. And there were definitely a couple times where I had to grind because I got things later in the game than I typically would. And I think that's kind of a good point for people who like who get all of their main Pokemon in the first couple of routes. Yeah. Because with that, having an experience share kind of sucks because then everything gets super over leveled. But if you wait until a little later to get some of your Pokemon in, in game, like it definitely takes a while to build up a solid team. Cause even right now, like my team's all at like 42, 43 and it's like, they're just at a decent level for things. Gotcha. So it's been fun. Awesome. Cool. Carl, what are you up to? Uh, so in the last episode, we actually announced my big playthrough of Jack and Daxter this past Saturday, which was, what day was that? The twenty third, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, on the, so started at ten a.m. and played for about six hours to a hundred percent that game, which I had so much fun doing it. Like, yeah, the small time that I popped in for it, it was really really fun. Yep. And I also realized how much more fun Twitch is when there's people in the chat uh, talking. So if you ever see me streaming, what? Even when I'm making a wand while you're doing it? Yeah, as long as you're talking. And only pop in to make sarcastic comments. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine instead of me sitting there trying to talk to myself in the void of nothingness. But uh, if you ever see myself or hell, even Mark streaming... Pop in the chat. <laughs> Say please, hi to. Please follow us because it is so much more fun. And like, I love the idea of having somebody who I don't actually know enjoying me doing something on the internet. Because it, yeah. it's it's awesome when I have my friends in there, obviously. But it would be really gratifying for my own ego to have you guys pop in there. It's also a lot more fun just talking to people. Like I've saw different users in chat like in the chat but not chatting but uh like whenever i'm on mark stream i'm trying to chat trying to yeah. say stuff throughout to have fun so come have fun with us oh yeah but besides that i did uh continue playing my pokemon platinum pl- playthrough i finally got lucario up to a, a levels that i could get the sixth gem badge and i just got it so now i'm on to the lakes Uh, right before doing this i got to the big galactic bomb going off well that's grim yep there's all the fucking water pokemon splashing around shit all those magic carp just like sitting there and it's deeply upsetting one galactic grunt saying uh (laughs) (laughs) team galactus doesn't need any magic carp they suck i'm sorry sean Sean's making a magic heart flopping motion. <laughs> Splashing. I've just thought of, like, I never really thought about I When I was younger, I Flail. never really got immersed in these stories. And so, like, that never I'm, really I happened. still struggle to get immersed in the stories. 
So that like, but that I'm a robot. Annoying. So yeah, that's the thing is when you grow up on it, I feel like there's a big difference between the stuff that you grew up and have nostalgia for than the new stuff that we're doing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, that's in my playthrough, and I do tr- plan on trying to stream most Saturdays from now on. So hell yeah. Check me out, PMR Carl, and check Mark out, PMR Mark. Thanks, Carl. Uh, Are we ready to move on to our game? Yeah. Sure. Poke Draft. Today, we are drafting what Pokemon we would have our grunts use if we were team leaders oh i freaking love um (laughs) should we do three or four 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 okay and then are we drafting full evolution lines to grow with them or individual pokemon i feel like we have to do full evolution lines just so the grunts get more get stronger as a game as they advance through the ranks all right and then are you prepared to write things down for us steven uh, sure. So we have it for records? Yep. I'll put it in the show deck. Cool. Uh, we are going to go in the order that you are on my screen, so it will be Carl, Mark, Sean, me. Hell yeah, pimp. <laughs> Hell yeah, pimp. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, I cut out for like a good 10, 15 seconds. And I have no clue what just happened. You're oh, going first. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, the last thing I heard was, we're going to go. And then Steven's voice just cut out. I was just like, uh, what? What's going on? <laughs> Okay. Uh, I should have had this more ready. My first choice will be Shuppet. Oh, that's fun. Okay. All right. My first choice is going to be um, Machop, Machoke, Machamp line. I guess I can just say Machop. Do we want to define what our team is? I was thinking do that at the end. Yes. Yep. Okay. Same. Right. Mark and I are on the same page. Because I have a plan. <laughs> I don't have any plan right now, which is not good. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, Teddy Ursa. Nice. I think I know what your plan is, Sean. You have no idea what my plan is. Bears. Wow. It's bears. Will you just pick your damn Pokemon? <laughs> You're so gay. <laughs> you doing your prep over there, Steven? I need to decide what the fuck my thing is. I need to figure out what I do. You had all summer to figure this out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't come over here. <laughs> Your mouth doesn't move. It looks fake. <laughs> That's a junkie. I'm so confused. Sean, watch. I think you should leave. I do believe you would find it funny. Okay. <laughs> All of our listeners, watch. I think you should. Oh, leave. I, okay. I wasn't going to include that, but no, they should. They should watch. Um, Steven. I don't have a thing. <laughs> That's first of all, that's something you should probably get checked out by a doctor because if you've got this long. Hey, how dare you judge? <laughs> I'm not judging, I'm just saying. I wasn't bored with one. That was a really bad joke on my part, and I apologize to everyone out there listening. I'm I'm not a f- it's one, it's not gonna be in the podcast. Two, none of us are offended. <laughs> oh no. I do know. I feel like half the stuff you say you're going to cut out, you never actually cut out. I cut out the stuff that uh, could potentially be um, a social issue. <laughs> that is fair. Like making a joke about somebody not having or needing to go to a doctor because they don't have genitals. <laughs> I feel like how, I don't know if that's a social thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> Has this, been, has this been a previous issue? Yes. Constantly. Like, if you don't have genitals and you have to... Yeah, if you don't have them at all. <laughs> That's a really big issue. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, like... like what your gender identity is. Did your doctor already know, or did they just disappear overnight? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just going to go with Lucario, uh, because I feel like I can just make something happen with that. Okay, and then what's your second pick since we're doing snake style? Yeah. Oh fuck! Shit! <laughs> God damn it! Are all of you are all of your grunts just gonna have a Lucario, or are you starting with a Riolu? Riolu. I just, I'm just. All right. Shut the fuck up. This is your podcast. I'm just saying. Salazzo will be my second pick. Wow, that was original. I know, right? I don't have a fucking thing for this. Okay. <laughs> You had all summer to figure it out, Steven. <laughs> all right, Sean, it's time for your next pick. Abra. Oh, and that's mine. Um, for for my next pick, I'm gonna defer to my cat Ivy to announce it. I've got her here on camera. Uh-huh. For for Mark's second pick, they are gonna take. Pangaro. <laughs> As Ivy tries to leave. Pangaro. <laughs> I let her go. No, no cats were harmed during the filming of that sequence. Oh, goodness. For my second pick, I will choose Hone Edge. Oh. Nice. And then my third pick, Sandy Guy. <laughs> Gas Geist? Sandy Geist. Sandy Geist. <laughs> Is it Gast or Geist? Sandy Geist. 
I don't Let's know. Check. Is it E-I or H-A-S-T? I think it's E-I, which would be Geist. It's Sandy like a, Guess. I think it's Sandy Geist. Sandy Guess. Guest. G-A-S-T. Ah, I had your back, Sean. You led me astray. <laughs> All right, so my third pick, I am going to take uh, Hitmonchan. Uh, my third pick, I am going to take Ralts. Great. You got your last two picks here, Steven. You ready to go? My uninspired picks are Weavile and Miss Maggie's. Okay. We're just, we're just some little scruffy peoples. <laughs> Uh, my last pick is Stuffle, the Beware line. Nice. Um, my final pick is... Hold on, I need to look up the difference between the two, because there's two that are very similar. Throw and Sock? Maybe. Final pick will be Throw. And my final pick, shit, where is that? Is Yon Mask. Okay. How do they spell throw for that Pokemon? T H R O H. Just the word throw with an H instead of a W. And then you wanted Yon Mask? Yep. Now, which region? Ooh. Uh, I'm just going to go with the, uh, regular re- region, not the Galorian region. Okay. The non-regional version. Yeah. Roger Dodger. Oh, I thought you meant what region would our team be in? No, I was specifically since that one has the regional variant. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cause I'm All imagining right, mine to- for... Top to bottom, what are our teams, Carl? Uh, so my team, uh, my grunts will have Shuppets, Honedges, Honed I, I don't know, uh, Sandy Gas, and your masks. And what's your what's your shtick? What's your deal? Yeah, what's your shtick? My <laughs> sh- my shtick is possession. Every single one are able to possess people in different ways. Well, besides maybe Shepard and Bayonet, but that's just possession of a doll. That's uh, creepy and uncomfortable, Carl. I'm surprised you didn't do um, Mimikyu. I was thinking, but then I remembered for the last episode, I was actually trying to use Mimikyu as the who's that Pokemon. And it's not actually possessing the uh, figure. It's just using that as a disguise. Because if you see it, if you see what's under it, you die. Yeah. Because um, it's and so Mimikyu's shy. It's like not evil. Yeah. It's just super shy. It hates itself and does not want anyone to see what it looks like. Well, and also it's protecting people because if you see it, like I said, you fucking die. <laughs> fucking die. Yeah. Not just normal die. Just that- fucking die. The ghost challenge in Alola is still one of the creepiest fucking things in, in the grocery store. Yeah, in all of Pokemon. It's so fun though. That was like the it highlight of that fun. game for me. It creeps me out every time. Yeah, I think it's so cool though. Yep. And there's a question that goes along with this. 
uh, am I possessing my grunts by using these Pokemon to use it, or are they possess? Are they using the Pokemon to possess other people? That's layers. <laughs> Carl coming in here with with the thoughts. So I on the other team. My team is not well thought out. I am naming my team Team Give Me Your Lunch Money, and it is all Pokemon. My whole shtick is going to be like. We're going to go to weak Pokemon or weak trainers and we're just going to beat the shit out of them. They are all humanoid Pokemon <laughs> that legitimately punch. So it was Machamp, Pangoro, Hitmonchan, and Throw. So it's literally just they are going to beat the shit out of you and they're going to steal from you and they're just bad. Congratulations. Hey. Hi. Um, my team is Team Grizzly. Um, we are the, uh, I don't get the Ralts. Oh, just wait. The <laughs> okay. is coming. All right. You always have a narrative, so I don't, don't know why I'm saying anything. <laughs> don't you worry. Um, we are the sexual expression team. <laughs> so we have, uh, <laughs> so my, Wait, Wait, how does Abra own it? I want to, I want to yeah, know yeah. how the Abra line fits in there. That's I know you'll have a reason. I just want. I'm yeah. saying I want to know. Right. So we have to. We have the Teddy Ursa line, so Ursa ring, because obviously you need a big. You need like a leather bear. Yeah. <laughs> We've got. You have the Ralts line, which all of the Ralts are all going to be males, and all of them are going to be Gardevoirs. Because we allow for gender, fuck gender norms. Because yeah. fuck gender norms. Yeah. Um, Agreed. You've got the Stuffle, because you need the big teddy bear, who you can just cuddle up with, who, who's going to take care of you after the needle's dead. <laughs> and, um, you need the Alakazam because who does not want to sit on that stash? <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Thank you. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. And then Steven has Team Chunky. <laughs> uh, team Chunky? Yeah, because you don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what they do. Uh, they were all just from my pre-made uh, team called Scruff. Um, so they're all just they're all just wrapped scallions. Just a bunch of scruffy-headed nerf herders. Yeah, we're all just up to no good um, in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> you know, Scruff is a popular gay dating app, right? Uh, yeah, of course <laughs> I do. I'm well up to date on what the current. Okay, do you think I'm sorry? <laughs> In particular for hairy men. <laughs> you know, Sean, I have to say that comment really made this show grinder to a halt. But <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, as usual, my draft team sucks. Um, so. Uh, Go back to making wands. Get creative <laughs> then and not during this segment of our show. Um, 
Uh, do we have any news? Or can I go home? Um, uh, how long till the expansion passes come out? I believe yeah, the end well, of June. Uh, like by really? the end of June. It's supposed it's to be been fucking silent since those release trailers. The last the the rumor the last rumor I saw was that we're supposed to get a new trailer in like a month. And then it's good on the nineteenth of June. And then it's supposed to drop a week after that. What? All right. Okay. Yeah, that was January 9th. It's been over four months since they released those previews. Yeah. Which for DLC is fucking insane time between yeah. announcement and release. But we also, I mean, think about the state of the world during that time, too. That's true. Yeah, but like, but I, I would have expected something like two months ago. Some more information. Yeah. Like before know. this all happened, you yeah. know. But who knows? Hopefully yeah. it will be good and not suck. Yeah. I'm beyond, hoping. Yeah. Beyond that, I feel like the only thing, once again, um, follow PMR Carl and PMR Mark on Twitch. Um, we do have something coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. On June 6, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, which is a Saturday, we are going we to be on eight. Ugh, that's so late. It's a Saturday. Fuck it. Uh, we can do okay. seven thirty right. then, Stephen. <laughs> Split the diff. But uh, we're gonna get as many PMR people as we can together, and we're just gonna stream us playing Jackbox, having a grand old time. Hell yeah! Or a grand old flag, or a high flying flag. Not Sean, though. He won't be there. <laughs> um, and I'm assuming that will be on um, Carl's Twitch page, PMR Carl. Um, if there's any way to do a dual broadcast or something on mine. That'll be a little hard just because of uh, voice differences. But we can yeah, we'll we'll, do, we'll test some stuff out. But I want followers, too. If you come in and watch that, follow Carl, and then take the time to something better than Had a Full Boyfriend. No. Oh, watching him play Had a Full Boyfriend is so much fun, and the chat is always alive. Same fucking noise every five seconds. I think it's fun. I have. I don't know if you guys noticed. I have a problem with audio and streaming, and with acting like a normal human being. Well, well, mm, yeah, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a large part of it. Yeah, we love you, <laughs> Sean. The viewers can't see you making a love face at me. I know, but you can. Sean made okay. a nice love face at Steve. You mean the listeners, the viewer? If they were viewers, they could. Oh well, yeah, yeah that's you, true. <laughs> you, you really need to up the technology on the show, Stephen. You're really slacking over there. You really need a podcast. I mean, technically, we have the whole this whole entire call recorded, so I could just post it on YouTube. Oh, that's God. true. Don't do that. Please don't. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, this is uh, Pocket Markster Radio signing off. I think that's our show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pocket Monster Radio. You can find us at pmr.podbean.com. You can email us at pocketmonsterradio at gmail.com. Uh, we are at PMR Podcasts on Facebook and Twitter and Pocket Monster Radio on Instagram. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next time.
Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Pocket Monster Radio. Today's episode was recorded and edited at Woodchuck Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio. The theme song for today's episode is Pokemon Theme Remix by Tony Lays. Originally composed by Junaki Masuda. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looks like Pocket Monster Radio is blasting off again. <laughs>